Okay, everybody, welcome. I'd like to welcome you to our first of our CloudCom Summit podcasts. Looking forward to our CloudCom Summit happening in Washington in September the 11th and 12th. I'm really pleased today to say we've got Alan Ream, CEO of Cordial, with us today. Hi, Alan. Hey, Matt. Great to chat with you. As many will know, Alan is the CEO of Cordial, but is also taking part in our event and speaking both on our CEO fireside chat um, with Clark Peterson uh, in, uh, during the first day and also sharing some of the best practices that he's learned from selling so successfully to the channel on, on day two. So Alan, most of our listeners, I guess, will already know who Cordial is, but could you just take a, a few minutes to introduce yourself uh, and Cordial for us? Sure, Matt. Thanks. Yeah, so Cordial is a cloud communication business. Obviously, we, we focus on helping channel partners to succeed communications with their customers. So what that means is we, we work real hard to identify partners where we, we might be able to help them to, uh, to provide UCAS and CCAS type solutions to their customers. Generally speaking, they're, they're MSPs, VARs, IT solution providers, office equipment resellers, people like that. And um, they don't want to just be reselling or being an agent of somebody else. They want to actually pro- provide the solution you know, through their company to drive more value, to control the implementations better, to be the, the, the one throat to choke when their customers you know, have questions or opportunities. And then we, we focus on um, and helping to get them successful. So we sign up new partners and then we focus all our efforts on trying to help them be successful. The numbers are, we've got over 800 channel partners, over 27,000 businesses on the platform and approaching 350,000 seats. So, um, Got uh, about 14 years under our belt. And we, when I was noticing you've won a whole series of awards recently. I saw you've been, you're part of the Channel Circle of Excellence now and, and various, various other awards in the last six months has been a, a, a busy period for you. I mean, you mentioned a little bit there about the different business model you've, you've enabled these resellers to take. What's kind of been your key secret to your success, do you think, in, in, in that? What were the key things you'd highlight that has kind of made you successful? Versus versus some of the uh, your competition. Yeah, so I think so I think Matt, it's been focus and culture building. So from a focus perspective, I mean, we made a decision early in our life uh, to be one hundred percent channel. You know, men, many vendors don't engage with the channel the way we do, and, and because we're one hundred percent focused on the channel, we really engage with our partners to make sure you know that we're doing the right things to help them succeed, to 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 better understanding their businesses and what drives them and what value we can offer and, and also to listen and learn and improve based on their feedback. Because as you probably know, channel partners can be very vocal. You know, it's our job to listen to them and make sure that we adjust and adapt and, and deliver on the things that they want and need to succeed for their customers. And I think the other part of that is you know, we went through a hyper growth area about three, four years ago where we, we hired about a hundred people in 18 months. And so culture building has be, has been, you know, even since our first day of operations, and certainly through, you know, that that type of event when you're when you're hiring a hundred people in such short order, culture building is key. You know, making sure everybody understands the importance of of driving the success of our channel partners, and then you know, obviously us, the leadership team, all the management, making sure we understand what does success mean to our employees. How do we help them in their careers, and that way they'll. They'll fight the good fight for the partners. They'll, they'll bring their A game to work. And I, I really think that's, those are the secrets to success for us. 
interesting because a lot of companies we especially in this sector focus just on the technology so interesting to, to hear from you about the importance of the culture as well and I, I noticed you'd won I think you won the best place to work award this in the last few weeks when I was looking at your site so so really interesting to hear just not a technology store story as well so things are changing dramatically and one of the reasons we're, we're having kind of this event I mean things are hotting up in this space luckily we're sort of we're going through a period of, of hyper growth, but lots of lots of sort of change as well in terms of new services. And I know, for instance, you've been focusing more on the contact center and, and other things are happening. What do you think it's the key things that customers need to think about to be successful and your channel partners at the moment? Because obviously we are going through a kind of unprecedented period, I think, in terms of some of the changes in technology, the way the market is ramping up. What do you think are the, the, the key things that, your channel needs to focus on and your the, the, the customers that they're, they're serving to, to be successful? Yeah, it, I mean, obviously a really good question. It, look, and, and you mentioned it's, you know, while technology is, you know, critical in, in our space and, 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 and in most SaaS provider space, you know, I would lead that the answer with to be a high quality and reliable partner at every level, first and foremost. I mean, it's table stakes. So whether it's us being highly you know, of high quality in our interactions with our channel, running our platform, you know, delivering new services, and, and the same thing with our channel partners, being that high quality, reliable partner to the customer, understanding their needs, bringing the right technology. Um, many of our partners will, will add other, you know, complementing things, technologies to our services. So, and then I think the second thing is, Focus on the right services and integrations and things of that nature. Obviously, we've focused. Uh, everybody's calling UC and mobile teams these days. So having it, uh, being able to in, not only just offer you know, typical you know hosted phone services, but but things like UC and mobile and presence and chat and meetings and collaboration when and where the customers need. And by the way, it's for the longest time I, I used just a regular phone, and that's all I ever needed. But then you have a you know bad weather day or your mobile one day and you really need access to your office communication system. You know having a, a UC and a mobile technology that's instantly available and highly available from anywhere wherever you're working is is critical. And then things like you know technology like contact center like well con contact center have been around for a long time and there's believe people in the industry will forget more than I'll ever know about contact center. We you know we made an acquisition a little over eighteen months ago and. Bringing contact center to our our channel and and through our channel to the end customer, it's really a greenfield opportunity. So I think there's plenty of years ahead of us where, you know, people, a lot of these SMB SMEs, you know, 25 to 500 plus employee companies, they, they don't have contact center, but could absolutely benefit from it. They could benefit from things like ring back in queue or IVRs or omni-channel contact center capabilities. And they're not just a paid contact center organization. And then the third thing I would say is, you know, keep, we need to, and we've done a fairly good job of this, but keeping our finger on the pulse and not getting distracted with, with what our channel and their customers really want and need. So right, recently there's, there's this big buzz about AI and look, I think it's, I'm, we're very, very intrigued with it. Uh, but, but, and so knowing when, when is it important to go all in on that? Or when is that really just a sizzle thing? And really, you know, maybe your type of vertical market or your customers don't really need that right now. So you can keep watching that and adapt, adopt it when needed. So, so being able to distinguish between what's, what's table stakes, what do you have to have? 
what's going to actually help your partners drive business versus what is interesting to talk about you should be investigating, but you really don't need to bring to market yet. Yeah, interesting. And I mean, one of the things that, that we feel is also that piece you mentioned about the channel really knows their customers well, and they've got to spend some time understanding the customers and proposing what's right to the customers. So whether that is, as you say, contact center or whether it's other things. So I think that's really interesting. Having making sure that we're not trying to oversell stuff that isn't necessarily relevant, but understanding that customer really well is what a channel can do that maybe some big, you know, large mega cloud company can't do and can't understand. So that's been really interesting and and, and really a, a taster of what we're going to talk about together. And we're going to talk with our fellow, your fellow CEOs and, and other players at the CloudCom Summit. I know, I think you, you, you went last year and you've been to a lot of the CTA events that both me and you have attended. I just wondered if you had any um, any thoughts about those sorts of events and maybe could give some of the um, listeners a reason why you kind of you attend these things and, and attended the event last year and anything you'd like to sort of highlight in terms of the event and why people may, may, may want to come. Yeah, man. I, I mean, look, I, I really look forward to this event because there, there's when you get this many people in this space together with so much so much information on on communications and you know whether it's the table stake capabilities of our, our market or it's the, the the next great thing or it's best practices it's when you're going here and you're seeing your peers and folks like Clark and, and the many others that, that you get to interact with it's you're, you're gonna walk away w- with either wow I didn't realize that was as important as it is or oh look at that regulatory thing I need to focus on or hey that that geez that's a best practice or geez I didn't know that was available so I always walk away from these with with something thinking, well, there was at least one or two really solid takeaways that was worth my time. So uh, I look forward to it. It's always great to see how you, how you compare with your peers and to learn new things and to and not only that, but to give back, to, to share. It's definitely a sharing environment. I think everybody's really trying to help each other. And so I, I, it's been a great event. Great. So thanks very much, Alan. And anybody who's listening to the podcast who wants to find more at, uh, about Cordell, can go to the Cordell site or if you want to find some more about uh, the CloudCom Summit it's www.cloudcomsummit.com and I'm really looking forward to catching up as usual at, at, the, at the event and, and seeing you there and just a big thanks for, for taking part in this podcast today. Oh hey man it's my pleasure thank you and appreciate the time.